Buenos dias from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 2nd of March, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Kicking off this week's episode, according to the National Statistics Institute, inflation in February was at an all-time high, driven by food prices, end of the fuel discounts, and price increases for electricity. February inflation is the highest it's been year on year for 45 years since 1978 at over 6%. Still, experts say Spain should reach a place of stability soon, despite less than promising statistics, as energy will continue to subtract from general inflation. Natural gas has also become cheaper than ever since the energy concerns began, as costs have lowered more than 35% over the last few months and oil prices remain more or less stable. However, experts are more concerned about food inflation despite the VAT, food cuts, and the central government deployed to help vulnerable households as the repercussions of high inflation are especially damaging for low-income households who, on average, dedicate a higher percentage of income to food and household amenities. Speaking of not lots of money or lots of money, this week, one of the richest families in Spain, the Del Pinos, who Founded Ferroavial in 1952, a Spanish multinational company involved in transport infrastructure has publicly announced that the company will become Dutch in a cross-border merger despite reproaches from the government. In fact, in a meeting organized by Europa Press and McKinsey and Company this week, Nadia Calvino Santamaria, deputy president of Spain, expressed her disappointment in what she calls an erroneous decision by a company that owes everything to Spain as public investment financed was as it was funded by public investment financed by citizens, and that allowed it to grow. In response, she has urged the shareholders to think carefully about the decision and says the government will do everything to stop the merger from happening. The merger were to happen, which is likely it has been in the cards for a while, and it would directly impact the Spanish economy, as Ferrovial is a hugely influential, important company in Spain. Time can unearth many secrets, and with it, the Mediator case has dug up a corruption scandal involving the Spanish Socialist Workers' Party, or PSOE, Coalition Party, Unidas Unidas Podemos, and now fired member of Congress of Deputies Socialist Juan Bernardo Fuentes Curbelo, a.k.a. Tito Berni, after a series of arrests took place on the 14th of February across the Canary Islands and the Iberian Peninsula. Tito Berni, as he calls himself, is accused of creating a network of corruption and extortion against companies in the livestock and food sector after offering business figures advantages while bidding for public contracts in exchange for payoffs and offering companies in the Canaries and mainland positive inspections and EU funding in exchange for money. And the media photos also came to light this week with pictures of business parties involving drugs, sex workers, and alcohol, all paid for with ill-gotten gains, some of which occurred during the quarantine restrictions. Unidos Podemos has been condemned for their part, and have, as have the central government, as many believe they knew about this corruption long before it came to light. Speaking of the central government, the far-right-leaning party Vox has sent forward the motion vote of no confidence to Pedro Sanchez, leader of PSOE and his party, labeling them the worst government in the history of Spain. Some competition there. Santiago Abascal, president of Vox, announced on Monday the 27th that a no-confidence vote brought forward by his party needs to happen before the 4th of April to bring the general elections forward to the 28th of May rather than in early December and have an electoral Super Sunday as local Spanish elections also take place on this day. Since then, People's Party, or Pepe, Partido Popular, 
has announced that leader Alberto Núñez Feijó won't be attending the debate on the motion because they think that Vox is making a grave mistake in a time of political uncertainty, added to the fact that currently the motion doesn't have the support of any of the other government parties in parliament. Moving on to tourism, the new EU-European Travel Information and Authorization System, or ETIA, tourist attacks will be here at the end of 2023, expected in November, meaning that anyone from a non-EU country, like, for example, the UK, who wishes to travel to participating EU member states will pay a €7 tax surcharge on top of the usual tourist taxes to enter. Big cities like Barcelona and Madrid support this scheme, but smaller regions like the Costa del Sol that heavily rely on tourism from non-EU nationals are demanding economic compensation from the central government for the perceived effects on the local economy as fewer people could travel to these regions once the scheme comes into effect. While Spain's struggling with rising food prices and implementing taxes, UK supermarket giants and media blame shortages of fresh produce like tomatoes and peppers in the British Isles on Spanish exports as bad weather and low rainfall have affected crops for exportation. However, how much of this is true? Well, if you look at the abundance of these vegetables in Spanish shops, you wouldn't believe Spain lacks fresh produce. On social media, many British expats have filmed their local supermarkets, leading some Brits to question now if Brexit could be part of the problem, as the UK's exit from the EU impacts food supply chain and additional red tape from EU farmers, meaning exportation to the UK is more expensive and time-consuming. Still, the weather has a part to play. Almeria, coined Europe's vegetable patch, has been heavily affected by harvesting issues after the dry summer followed by subsequent cold weather and changing temperatures. Almost 93% of fresh Spanish produce grown in this area is sent to European countries, namely quasi-European UK, Germany, France, and others which rely on it, particularly in the winter. So, is it Brexit or is it climate change? Combination of both, but basically Brexit, and they just decided not to deal with the paperwork and export it everywhere else. Speaking of climate change, in a bid to reduce burning fossil fuels and CO2 emissions, a group of Spanish companies led by aeronautics company ITP Aero has begun a pilot project to develop the world's first functioning hydro hydrogen-powered aircraft engine, which they hope will fly commercially by 2035. Aviation is responsible for around 2.5% of global carbon dioxide emissions. However, creating engines that run on hydrogen is tricky as it needs a space 10 times larger than a tank with kerosene. They also need to figure out how it behaves during combustion. A big question. So for now, it's on the drawing boards. But who knows? 11 years, we could be using cleaner energy to fly. Other news, Spain pilots its historic Hispanic history portal on Tuesday the 28th, becoming the first country in the world to use geolocators to delve into its rich and sometimes dark past. Users can use this digital encyclopedia to track geolocations of more than 20,000 events and 50,000 historical figures. With pins from the year 1,350,000 BC to the present day, users can search by date, places, themes, and names on its interactive world map and navigate the lost kingdoms of Spain and the territories that were at some point under Spanish rule. Think of it like the Google Maps of Spanish history. Want to know more? Check it out in the show notes. How does free transportation sound? Pretty good, huh? Well, Madrid, the renewal of the new public bicycle system, Bicimad, will be free for five months from Tuesday the 7th of March until Monday the 31st of March for Madrileños, or residents of Madrid. From next Tuesday, BC Mud electric bikes won't cost anything and trips will be unlimited to promote cyclist mobility 
in the capital and encourage citizens to learn about the new system's advantages. To help with this influx of users, they will ensure a new provision of 7,500 electric bikes and 611 stations in 21 districts across the city. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. That way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at spain at rorschach.com. Follow us on Instagram at rorschach.spain, Twitter, Rorschach Spain, or Mastodon at spain at rorschach.social. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.